Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Dread Time Stories. I'm your host, Dr. Phobia. And tonight, dear patients, our story comes from the world of creepypastas. More specifically, Disney-themed creepypastas. So sit back, relax, and enjoy tonight's tale, The Costume. On November 24th, 2005, there was a disturbing occurrence at Disneyland. It was an average day at the Wonderfield Amusement Park. Families were scattered throughout the park. The excited squeals of children rang out over the crowds. The Disney mascots wandered around and posed for pictures. Suddenly, the magic of Disneyland was shattered as a frantic call ran out over the crowd. James, where are you, James? James! A mother was running around Main Street, calling out her son's name. Other mothers pulled their children closer to them as the woman ran around, her voice quickly growing from a panic to horrible desperation. Tears began to roll down her face. Park security showed up and looked around. An announcement was made over the intercom to look for James with a description of what he was wearing. The boy was never found, and nobody volunteered any information. It was only a few hours later that something else happened. Ronnie? Ronnie? Where's Ronnie? The same horrible scenario over again. A mother ran around screaming and shouting for her son, asking people if they had seen him. She ran with the boy's father chasing after her, begging her to calm down and trying to reassure her that they would find him. Another announcement was made about Ronnie, though no one came forward with any information. After two kids had gone missing on the same day, something had to be done. Security in the park was tightened, placing security guards near most every attraction in the park. Footage from surveillance cameras was reviewed, but nothing more than people buying sunglasses or Mickey Mouse walking with a few kids was seen. There was one security guard who reported that one kid had told him he had seen Ronnie. The guard was standing outside of one of the rides when a little boy walked up to him. The boy looked to be no more than six or seven years old. I know what happened to that boy, he told the guard. You do? The security guard didn't know what to think. The boy probably hadn't seen anything important but it would be worth a listen. The boy nodded. I saw Ronnie. He was with Mickey Mouse, but Mickey was being mean to him. Mickey took Ronnie. Mickey, the security guard said. He was confused. How could a child think that Mickey Mouse was taking the kids? The guard just assumed that it was a pedophile or a kidnapper or something and knew the kids would be found. Where did Mickey Mouse come into this? Yes, Mickey Mouse ate Ronnie. He ate that other boy too. The guard was speechless. He was still trying to think of what to say when the boy's parents hurried over and pulled their child away, scolding him to be careful around the park and thanking the security guard for finding their son. Just as fast as the boy had appeared, he was gone. The security guard knew that he shouldn't have been too bothered about what the kid said about Mickey, 
yet he couldn't seem to push the thought of it out of his mind. The security guard waited until his shift was over, but instead of leaving, he went to the security room where a bunch of monitors displayed video from security cameras. He asked the people looking there to review the footage and look for Mickey Mouse around the time James had gone missing. The tapes were rewound, and the scenes from earlier that day replayed on the monitors. The guard's eyes darted from screen to screen until he finally noticed something. He told the men to pause the video. Everyone in the room focused on the monitor. Even though there wasn't much to see, Mickey and a small child walked toward a maintenance room that seemed to be in Tomorrowland, near Space Mountain. The child seemed confused, and maybe even scared. The guard decided to check it out before he went home. He couldn't forget that boy's solemn expression or what he had said about Mickey Mouse. Just in case something happened, he took his radio and his keys. The guard walked over to Tomorrowland and found himself by Space Mountain. There was a rusty maintenance room door off to the side of the attraction, nearly hidden behind a few trash cans. He pushed the trash cans to the side and tried to open the door, only to find it was locked. The guard then pulled out his keys and he tried to find the one to open it. Finally, he managed to open the door with a maintenance key. Inside, it turned out the maintenance room led into an old tunnel. The lights were off. The guard tried to switch on the lights near the door, but the room remained in darkness. The vague echo of a rat scampering across the room was heard, but the guard could not see it. He hadn't thought to bring his flashlight. Suddenly, the guard gasped. His hand flew up to his nose. God, what was that horrible smell? It smelled like poisoned mushrooms or rotting meat. He tried not to breathe, but the smell was already in his nose. The guard tried not to let it sink into his tongue as he stepped further into the room. The only source of light was the door, which he had left wide open. He hoped the smell didn't get out so any of the guests could smell it. The guard assumed the maintenance tunnels went under Space Mountain, but in front of him was dark, inky blackness. He squinted and had hoped for his eyes to adjust to the dark. For now, he can make out vague silhouettes and shapes. He began to walk into the tunnel, visibility decreasing with every step. His footsteps echoed off the walls, seeming to pound on the concrete floor. The guard suddenly stopped walking, a few feet away from a brick wall. He assumed he had just come to a turn. He looked left and saw nothing. He looked right and saw a small, flickering light. He decided to go toward the light and kept his hand on the wall so he wouldn't get lost. The smell seemed to be growing worse. After a short walk, he reached the light which was actually coming from a small crack underneath a metal door. The door was rusted and bent, and the guard knew it wouldn't take much to rip it from its hinges. The guard found this doorknob and gently opened it. The door squeaked as it came open. The smell seemed to explode out of the room. 
eager to get out. The guard tried not to violently puke at the terrible aroma and looked inside the brightly lit room. His eyes needed a moment to adjust to the sudden light, but when they did, the guard gasped in horror. Children littered the room. Almost all the ones that had gone missing in the park over the years. He recognized James and Ronnie, lying on the ground with the others. No, they weren't just lying on the ground. The guard realized the children were dead. He gasped again and took a step back. Some of the kids had arms or legs missing. Each had their eyes removed, leaving bloody holes in their faces. Thick slices were all over some of their bodies, as if something with claws had gotten to them. Something moved within the room. The guard tore his eyes away from the children on the floor, and what he saw was the most unreal thing staring back at him. A giant Mickey Mouse stood in the room, observing the guard with wide eyes. Something was inside the Mickey costume, and everything came together in the guard's mind. It would be easy for Mickey Mouse to lure kids away and not draw any attention, but now that same Mickey Mouse was staring at him. They had a silent staring contest for a few moments, but then the costume's arm came to point at the guard. A thick screech came from inside the mascot's head, and the mouse moved towards the guard. The security guard turned and ran for his life. The heavy footsteps of the costume behind him alerted him to the fact that Mickey was chasing him down the long, dark tunnel. The guard ran faster than he ever had run before, just knowing that death was directly behind him, close enough to stab him with a claw, close enough to wrap its arms around him and drag him back into that room. And then, the guard was outside. He stopped running and blinked for a few moments to clear his vision. The sunlight felt warm and reassuring to him, but when he looked back at the maintenance room, he knew that the sunlight had stopped the thing in the costume. Maybe that's why it wore the costume, to protect itself from the sun. But it would not chase the guard anymore. He had gotten away. The security guard reached back inside the maintenance room, groping for the doorknob so he could slam the door shut and make sure the thing didn't get out. He expected to feel Mickey's hands seize him and pull him in, but nothing happened. The guard slammed the door shut and sighed deeply. He was safe. The guard ran halfway across the park back to the security room. He told the other security guards that he had found something in the maintenance room and told them to follow and bring their guns, which only were used in a dire emergency. When asked to explain, he said he had found the kids before he turned and began hurrying back to the maintenance tunnel. A large group of guards entered the tunnel and found the kids, all scattered on the cold concrete floor. A blood-covered Mickey Mouse costume 
also lay on the ground in the room, right next to the kids, as though saying he'd always been there. The security guard was the only one to look back into the dark tunnel while the others were looking at the kids. He was the only one to see a small pair of dark eyes in the tunnel blink once before vanishing into the darkness. Whatever it was, it wasn't human. The guard turned back to the room and saw blood smeared all over the wall. The other guards were silent, all eyes fixated on the blood. It had been used to spell out a simple three-word message on the wall. Still among you. The maintenance tunnel was destroyed, the door buried behind a wall. Space Mountain was closed for a few days while it was searched, and the security guard quit. To this day, children still squeal in excitement and hurry over when they see Mickey Mouse. Photo albums are being filled with pictures of the iconic mouse. And no one ever knows for sure who is under that costume. Or should I say, what is under that costume? That was the costume. I hope you enjoyed it and thank you for listening. Like I always say in closing, check under your bed, look in your closet, and sleep with the light on. The life you save may very well be your own. Good night, everyone.